Okay, if we're going to recreate this old pic of us that mom posted, we've got to get the outfits right. Well, for some reason, I can't find gauchos with a matching shrug anywhere. Let me try on my Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. I just use the S Pen to circle the outfit in the post, and bam, five sites to buy it from right here. Shut up! How did you... You shut it. Mom's coming. Cute outfit. Get me one. (laughs) (laughs) Circle it, find it. With the new Galaxy S24 Ultra and circle the search with Google. Upgrade now at Samsung.com. Internet connection required. Results may vary based on visuals. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Q! Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102. When are we going on our second date? Yes, Patrick met this girl, Ava, at a friend's house. They were hanging out. They were watching the Bengals game. They started talking, maybe a little flirting, uh, seemed to seem to get along pretty well. And he asked her for her phone number, and she gave it to him. And he followed that up by asking her out, took her to Chili's. Uh, Patrick is a mechanic. And that is something that Ava kind of has in common with him. Uh, Her dad is a mechanic, so that gave them uh, even more stuff to talk about. And overall, they seem to have a great time. Just can't understand why she never heard from him after that. Now, there was no hookup at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. Um, She basically gave him a kiss on the cheek goodbye in the truck, and that was that. Did I get that right, Patrick? Yeah, that's right. So we just want to know what the deal is with Ava. And uh, Patrick, by the way, they're both divorced. They both have kids. Um, but Patrick's about ready to get into something new. You know, want to take it slow. But let's see what we can get from Ava. See what she thought of Patrick and her and her night out with him. Hello? Hi, is this Ava? Yes, this is Ava. Hi, Ava. This is Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hi, Ava. Uh, hi. How are oh, you? Oh, my gosh. I'm good. How are you? Good. So, have you, I assume you've heard our show before? Yes. If you're calling me for a second date update. Of course we're calling you for a second date update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's really the only reason we <laughs> dial out. People. Of here, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, we oh would like God. to talk about Patrick this morning, if that's okay with you. Okay. And since you listened to our show, I assume you've heard second date update. You kind of know the drill. He had all these that great I things have, to say yes. about you. We met you at the, your friend's house watching the game, and you guys went out to Chili's. And I think he's a little disappointed that he hasn't heard from you. Yeah, well, he's not exactly the sharpest tool in the shed if he doesn't have any clue why he hasn't heard from me. Uh-oh. <laughs> why do you say that? Um, you know, I will say that the part at Chili's was totally fine, and if we would have never gotten in his truck after, I probably would have gone out with him again. Okay. What happened in the truck? To start the car, he has to blow into a breathalyzer before it would start. Oh, he does it. He doesn't say a word about it. He just blows into the thing, starts the car, and drives away like it's no big deal. Oh, and wow. I'm like, what? Like, what's happening? What's going on? You sure he wasn't was just so vaping? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't even know what to say. I was just kind of like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> 
So this is one of those. He obviously has some multiple DUI charges then. Is that how that works? I know a guy that he blew really high on his first DUI, and they made him do the same exact thing. Get one thing. of those. No kidding. Mm-hmm. First DUI. On his first one. Does I, he have one of those, like, bright yellow plates? Party yeah. plates. I bet oh. he does. You know, I didn't notice, but, like, I mean, red flag. I didn't even know what to say. I was just like, let's get me home. Oh, Wow. Safely. Okay. All yeah. right. So uh, Safely. obviously, then your issue is that you don't feel safe with him because you think he's an alcoholic or you. Or a well, really poor yeah. And I mean, I have kids. He has kids. So what does that tell me? It's like, right. I, I can't even fathom. And okay. with no explanation. Yeah. He just yeah, does it. That's it the weird part to word. me. Yeah. Okay. Patrick, you still with us? Yeah, I'm listening. So. I mean, it's not a big deal. I, I did get a couple DUIs. A couple DUIs? I'm not going to get them anymore because I have to blow to start the truck. I mean, uh, we, I, I mean, you know, I've, yeah, I messed up, but I don't, but that, you know, I'm, it is a <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's not that unusual. It's been a couple say, you know? Yeah, dude, you don't think a couple of DUIs is a big deal? I, I mean, yeah, I can see why it seems like a big deal, but that's just not something, it's not a lifestyle I I participate in it anymore. Um, Meaning what? You don't? You stop drinking? Um, to excess like that, I definitely never drink and drive. Right. I don't really have a choice in the matter, but I wouldn't anyway. I don't really think it's something that should happen more than once. <laughs> Fool me once, you know. I don't think this one's going to work out. What do you guys think? No. Mm. Yeah. I don't think so. It's not looking good. Right. Yeah, I can't. I really just can't have any part of it. I'm sorry. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit Honda.com slash Prologue to learn more. No, we understand. Patrick, I'm sorry it didn't work out. How long do you have to have that breathalyzer thing in your truck? A couple more months. I'd suggest you give the ladies a heads up if you're going to be bringing them in your truck and blowing in front of them. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little unusual. No, wait. It's very unusual. Yeah. Most cars don't come with those. But Patrick says his life is back on track. He's not going to drink and drive anymore. So we wish you the best, you know, Patrick, in the future with your success and sobriety. And so maybe that's what you explain. You say, hey, listen, I got myself into some trouble. This is what happened. I promise you that... I, I've changed my ways. Moving in the meantime, forward. you know, I've only got a couple months left of this. And, uh, you know, this isn't something that's going to be an issue in the future. Yeah, Just a suggestion. Yeah. Or wait till the thing is out of your truck before you put any women in it. Or no more <laughs> dates. Yeah, until then. <laughs> Let her drive. There you go. Well, good luck. Thanks. Sorry it didn't work out this time, buddy. We appreciate your time. All right. All right. Take care. Seemed like he was really digging your advice. Yeah. All of it. I have a feeling 
We didn't get very far there, huh? No. Well, if you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back, want us to do a second date update call for you, 513-749-2320, or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Speaking of drinking, what would happen if you stopped drinking for a full month? Hmm. (laughs) Also, don't kiss your kid's boo-boo. You may make it worse. Some of the day's news that didn't make the news is coming up next. The body of missing country singer Craig Strickland has been found. Giants coach Tom Coughlin resigned. Sudan and Bahrain have severed diplomatic ties with Iran. In northern China, fire of undetermined origin on a bus. Four new elements have been added to the periodic table. There's been a deepening of the extreme diplomatic tensions in the Middle East. Major flooding is occurring on the Mississippi, Ohio, and Arkansas rivers and their tributaries in the Midwest and South. Bill Clinton addressing a crowd at a community college in Nashua, New Hampshire. You have to have more inclusive politics. Longtime Washington State Congressman Jim McDermott is saying so long. The San Bernardino campus of the Inland Regional Center in California reopened. China trading was halted. U.S. is suing Volkswagen. Father and son ranchers convicted of setting fire to federal grazing land have turned themselves in to authorities. Yeah, those are your headlines in less than 60 seconds. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning the top 10 first world problems don't kiss your kids boo-boo you may make it worse and what would happen if you stopped drinking for an entire month it is tuesday january 5th 2016 we're jeff and jen and here it is your news that didn't make the news on cincinnati's q102 we are very lucky that we get to deal with what we call first world problems. Uh, the downside of that is that we totally lack any sense of perspective or self-awareness, but in a global way, we're very lucky to have them. A new survey found the most common first world problems, and here are the top 10. Number 10, wanting to log into an account but forgetting your password. I deal with that one on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. Not being able to find the end on a roll of tape. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Yesterday. It's frustrating. Yesterday. You had that yeah. yesterday. Packing tape is the worst. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having a bad signal on your phone. I mean, there are people that will go into a rage whenever you drop from LTE into 3G or Edge, God right. forbid. <laughs> uh, number seven, people who sell stuff door to door. It's considered a first world problem. That somebody's knocking on your door trying to sell you something. Yes. Yes. They're yes. bothering you. Not having Wi-Fi. I can relate. Oh, you lost your mind there for a couple of days. Went through that for hard. a couple of weeks before. they. It was like, and you know, the, the investigation and the effort that was underway in our neighborhood, the manpower, <laughs> the FCC was involved. Oh, like, it wow. was a big thing. God. People were outraged. <laughs> it affected my entire neighborhood. Uh, let's see what else here. Number five, people who don't follow proper etiquette in lines. Mm-hmm. Number four, UPS or FedEx leaving a note that says they missed you instead of just leaving the damn package. Oh. Yeah. I don't, well, it's worse than the post office because then you have to go drive down to the post office to get it. Yep. I have an app. I have a UPS app on my phone uh-huh. that notifies me when there's a package coming to my address, and it gives me the opportunity to just sign on my phone, just just authorize wow. them to leave it on my phone. Oh, that's nice. To, nice. Or that's I can have it diverted if I want. 
Uh, what else? Uh, number three, getting stuck on hold with customer service. Doesn't that just enrage you when you get stuck on hold? I would rather be on hold than get transferred 20,000 times and then disconnected. That's right. worse, too. First world problem yep. right there. Getting a call from an unknown number and not knowing whether to answer. I can make it really simple. If you don't know the number, don't answer the phone. I've finally gotten to that point. But every once in a while, Do it you, would be like, I, I'm expecting a call, and I'm like, I wonder if this is it. Yeah. Do you immediately Google the number after? I do. I do. <laughs> because, and then that's the fun thing, because it'll be like, oh, this is from a caller service. And you're like, oh, thank God I didn't answer. It's like 90% of the time. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those. Yeah. You know what? There's an app on my phone here that also... Let's see. Where is that? Can't finding apps on my phone. First world problem. (laughs) Yeah, right? No, there is an app on my phone. I don't know where it is, but it's... uh, Here it is. It's called True Caller. And True Caller is sort of like a bank of phone numbers that people contribute to. So when they get... A weird spam one. phone calls and they put into the system and then mm. that way if it calls me then it comes up as spam so I know it's spam mm-hmm. cool. but it's able to um, identify most spam phone calls it's called, What's it called? it's called true caller and uh, it's spelled exactly as it sounds true caller huh. it's actually pretty good you can give that. it access and it tells you uh, what's a bogus number and what's not and sometimes it just saves you time and trouble and let's see, number one, the number one first world problem, having a runny nose. <laughs> as far as health issues go. Yeah, that's not, I mean, the trick with this whole list is be aware, you know, when these things are happening in your life, get it into perspective, realize it's not that big of a deal. Perspective it's being not the that operative big word. of a deal. That runny nose thing, though, we were tailgating on Sunday and it was actually the coldest game yet. Right. And you're walking around looking at everyone that has a runny nose. <laughs> And that is a disgusting first world problem. I mean, I will never forget Mike Ward in the fourth grade with yellow frozen snot on his nose on the playground. And he tried to kiss me. Yeah. Clear memory. (laughs) All right. Here's some pretty deep irony here. In the decade that Facebook has existed, in the decade that Facebook has existed, most people have lost... All of their actual friends, not their Facebook friends, their actual friends. A new survey has found that more than two-thirds of Americans say they have lost 90% of their friends in the past 10 years. 90%. Well, there's a high turnover ratio for friends. Yeah, I mean, think back to who you hung out with on New Year's Eve 2006 as an example. I didn't know what I was doing in 2006. Those were the dark days. Or even like if you go back on your Facebook, sometimes Facebook will, hey, remember so many years ago when you were doing this and it'll throw up a picture Mm -hmm. of what you were doing or who you were with. And you're like, oh, wow, I haven't seen that person since then. Well, I mean, just go back. If you've (laughs) you've been married for 10 years, how many people that were in your wedding are you still in touch with or still friends with? Yeah, but that becomes different life cycles. Like, you know, mm-hmm. say last year or two years ago when I was single, you have a different completely group of single friends than you do when you get a boyfriend and move to Coleraine. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> the top five reasons that people have drifted away from a friend are moving to a new city, just generally growing apart, getting into a relationship. There you go. That'll do it. Yep. Getting into a huge fight with that person. And uh, as you kind of alluded to, they're losing them after a breakup. Like they picked sides and stayed friends with your ex and not necessarily you. I lost some that way, yeah. Yeah. 
I lost some, and then I actually had some that kind of came back around later. Yeah. You know, I think time offers perspective, too. Yeah. Uh, but I've always kind of looked at life as sort of a revolving door of people anyway. I think people are kind of coming in and out mm-hmm. of your life on a constant basis. Some hang out longer than others. True. <laughs> As he looks at me, he's like, when are you going to cycle out? <laughs> That's <laughs> not true. It about time you cycled out? Stop it. You've been around long enough. I can't wait to see how long this run goes, though. <laughs> what do you do? Every day is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be next to our neighbors in the can't old wait. folks' home, yep. yelling at each other through the wall. They'll be like, Tim! <laughs> Tim! Bring me my juice! Tim! <laughs> It wouldn't be the first time we were neighbors. That's true. (laughs) All right, a team of scientists from Ottawa, Canada, have published the results of a study on whether mommy's kisses really make their children's boo-boos feel better. And those are not my words. The official title of the study is, and I'm quoting here, maternal kisses are not effective in alleviating minor childhood injuries with boo-boos in parentheses, end quote. It's in something called the Journal of Evaluation in Clinical Practice. I wonder when these scientists were getting their PhDs, like if they thought one day they'd finally get published in a prestigious journal that repeatedly uses the word boo-boos. (laughs) But anyway, they found that, uh, no, a mom's kisses don't actually make minor injuries feel any better. In fact, they might make it worse. The study found that toddlers whose mothers tried to kiss their injuries to make them feel better Mm -hmm. actually had worse reactions to pain than toddlers who didn't have anyone help. Oh, wow. So now you know your kisses don't help and and might even hurt. Thanks, science. It's so cute, though, when you have it. You know, if you do that once, the kid's going to remember. I mean, even Jacob, when he would hurt a finger or something, he would walk up and no words, just stick his hand on my mouth. Yeah. You know, like, kiss it. That's like, yeah, because I think with a lot of kids, psychologically, they yeah. think it does. It, even if it doesn't make them feel better, maybe psychologically, they think it does. Let me kiss it and make it, it better. I'll Some kiss people it and make can't it even move on until they get the kiss. Right. And a Band-Aid. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It does seem like, though, these researchers are kind of in on the joke because they call themselves the working group on the study of maternal and child kissing, <laughs> which comes out to smack, S-M-A-C-K. Get oh, it? That's funny. Yeah. So. Clever. All right. What else do we have here this morning? Hey, if you got extreme political leanings, extreme political leanings, if you are an extreme left winger or an extreme right winger, one of these Two states probably feels like your Mecca, Oregon or South Carolina. Hmm. Care to guess which one represents which? Gee, I don't know. (laughs) So we're not shocked that people are flocking to both of those states. Wow. United Van Lines, the moving company, they just released their data on where Americans were moving in 2015. And those are the two top states, Oregon and South Carolina. Hmm. They had the highest rates of people moving in versus moving out. 69% of the moves with Oregon are people moving in. And 62.4% of the moves uh, related to South Carolina are people moving in. The top 10 states with the highest move-in rates were Oregon, South Carolina, Vermont, Idaho, North Carolina, Florida, Nevada, Texas, Washington, Arizona. These are states where they have very defined political leanings one way or another on the other side new jersey had the worst rate of any state 66 and a half percent of its moves were people getting the hell out of there 
New York was second. Top 10 states with where people are uh, moving out. Mm-hmm. New Jersey, New York, Illinois, Connecticut, Ohio, wow. Kansas, Massachusetts, West Virginia, Mississippi, and Maryland. And I got to tell you, if if you if you like Oregon, if you have an affection for Oregon, actually, whether you do or don't, you've got to watch Portlandia, which yeah. is one of the funniest shows. Fred Armisen stars in it. You can find it on Netflix. And it sort of uh, it's makes... It's based in Oregon? It's based in Portland, Oregon. Because Portland is just such a unique, eclectic, weird town. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have gone there and loved it. I know a couple of people that have moved there from the really? East Coast because they just thought it was such a neat city. Then to get a perspective on the way a lot of people see Portland, you need to watch mm-hmm. Portlandia. It is really funny. We got to take a break. Coming up, more of the day's news that didn't make the news. What would happen if you stopped drinking for an entire month? And one woman's heart attack ruined another woman's New Year's Eve. We'll explain coming up next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. In the meantime... Seven thirty-seven. Jeff and Janet, Q one hundred two. Sunny and cold this morning in the low to mid teens, and then hitting a high of thirty-four. Before it's all over, right now seventeen at Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. Guys, remember Zombie Cat? I do. I remember Zombie Cat. Zombie Cat is is the cat who got hit by a car in Tampa, Florida last year. Mm-hmm. Was buried by its owner. Wow. Then showed back up at his house mm-hmm. alive five days later. Right. I do remember that. Could you imagine? Because if that were to happen to me, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm dreaming. Yeah. Or, yeah, something or you weird has like, happened. I'm dead, too. Yeah, pet yeah. cemetery type stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's been a year since that happened. And uh, we are here to report this morning that Zombie Cat has survived he's still alive (laughs) zombie cat is still with us see you thought i was gonna say he passed away didn't you i was worried uh his real name zombie cat's real name is actually bart oh bart and he's been living with the foster family since the humane society took him in after the story went viral last january bart ended up with a dead eye and a broken jaw but he Mm -hmm. is in good health now his checkup with the Humane Society of Tampa Bay last Thursday came back clean, and they posted a photo of him sleeping with a Happy New Year hat on. Oh, good. <laughs> Way to go, Bart. Why didn't he go back to his original owner, though? I mean, why did the Humane Society get him? And Well, the guy who buried him is still trying to get him back, although it looks like that might never happen, seeing that he buried the cat alive. The Humane Society they doesn't decided. want him anywhere near that cat. It's also not clear how long the guy waited before taking Bart to a vet. Oh, gotcha. If a judge sides with the Humane Society, Bart's foster family would get first dibs at adopting him. Cool. All right, here's a New Year's resolution you only have to stick to for a month. According to several studies, having a dry January where you don't drink any alcohol can have a huge impact on your health. A study in 2013 had normal drinkers, whatever that is. Normal drinkers. Normal drinkers. People like just a couple you, drinks a week. People like us. Yeah. You know, we're right. normal drinkers. Yeah. Raise your hand normal. if you're normal. Already can't do this. Uh, I already can't. The Bengals have a playoff game on Saturday. If yeah. it goes really well or really bad, I have to drink either way. Sure. 
studies study in 2013 had normal drinkers stop drinking for one month. They lost an average of three and a half pounds, were less likely to develop diabetes, and had lower cholesterol levels. How about that? That's inspiring. They also slept better. <laughs> they found it easier to concentrate and lowered the amount of fat in their liver by an average of 15%. Wow. Which is important because a fatty liver is what causes liver disease. Sure. Mm -hmm. And a new study found that not drinking for a month can actually change your drinking patterns, too. 850 people agreed to stop drinking for one month just to Mm -hmm. see how that went. Right. Six months later, the ones who followed through with it were still drinking significantly less than they did before they took part in the study. Wow. Only about two-thirds of them actually made it a full month without drinking, though. I have to tell you, the rest of them couldn't do it. What's fascinating to me is how there are... I'm ashamed to admit this, but there are days where I have got to have a drink. Yeah. And then there are days where I absolutely can't even think of having a drink and it's not because i got drunk or because i overdid it i just am not in the mood for it not feeling it yeah and these past two days i have had no desire for alcohol whatsoever Hmm. but is that because you drank a lot while you were on vacation that's what i'm wondering is is (laughs) it because i had mostly wine yeah and hmm. typically, if I really need a drink, it's usually like I really need a bourbon. But a <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> but you think about it too, where you know, if you go to a Mexican restaurant, you're like, oh, I really run what a Corona light right now. You know, it just seems like it goes well with the food. Yeah, like when I go to a Reds beer. game, I really need a beer. A beer. <laughs> I, you know, it goes with yeah. it. I I I wonder what would happen to to you guys if you couldn't drink. I mean, if there was something like all of a sudden, boom, you're pregnant. Yeah, you have to give up alcohol. That was so devastating to me when I was pregnant. I would be I know. shut I, it. Was Can you imagine? Horrible. No, imagine Fritch getting pregnant just as preseason starts. Nope. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, I found out I was pregnant <laughs> the Super Bowl weekend when the Super Bowl was in Tampa. Yeah. So I mean, that was. Can you imagine me? not drinking throughout the entire right. football season? Yeah, but Fritchie? I even said I was like, I can't get pregnant this year because the Bengals play in London, and I want to go to the game. Yeah. <laughs> even that's right. in October. Or what? You know what? Jeff, if you were diagnosed with something and you had to get on a medication that you just absolutely could not drink on. Right. <sighs> See, I think yeah, it's horrible. No, I'm not going to lie to you. It wouldn't be fun. It's hard. Yeah. Cause it, it, and it's hard to go because we live, we work in such an industry and there's a lot of people and just our ages and the people that we hang out. We live in a, a society of drinkers. A social our society. Our social yep. circle of drinkers. Yeah. And going to all of these places and not being able to have a cocktail. Whoo! It'd be hard. Yeah, we'd be shut-ins probably. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I don't know that we'd have to be shut-ins necessarily. Oh. Just... You'd be leaving. You'd be going home a lot earlier. Yeah, because the drunk people around you would be making you crazy, Jeff, which and, means you sleep yeah. better. Which yeah. is according to this thing. And Jeff, you would have to move. I mean, how would you stay? <laughs> yeah, I know you're not kidding. <laughs> I know, and I had a thought the other day too. I was it's like, awful. you know, I really need, I really need a little more space. Like, I really would like to have a garage, and I would really like yeah. to have a deck, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I could use an extra room. Like, I'd like an interior room that I could actually set up a real office in. Yeah, or you could have another bedroom so your mom could come stay with you. 
Let's not go crazy. <laughs> the point is, is I started thinking, do I need, am I at the point where I feel like I need to move mm-hmm. again? And what is that next? And I like to live in neighborhoods that are sort of going through transition, kind of like over the Rhine did back mm-hmm. in 2006, 2007. So where is that next Spot. place for me? Yeah. It's almost as if I need to have a project. Like that's my thing to do well you know they're saying that you know cincinnati and dayton are about to become one so maybe you need to move into that area somewhere somewhere you know, in the middle somewhere between 75 there between oh, the two how's trenton no. sound for you Jeff? oh that's no a, way. That's quite a commute there you better just suck it up and live without that in the garage <laughs> gotta take a break coming up straight ahead one woman's heart attack ruined another woman's new year's eve what crazy thing did you see on New Year's Eve as your news that didn't make the news rolls on here? Thank you. Of course, Donald Trump started the new year not pulling any punches. Yeah, he dove into the new year. He decided, I'm just going for it. This is the latest. Donald Trump called Bill Clinton a woman abuser and Hillary Clinton an enabler. That's the latest. Then he called the Clinton marriage the best one I've ever seen. Donald Trump released his first TV ad. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. The ad will air on the big four networks during primetime, cable channels during the day, and on Univision when hell freezes over. (laughs) Donald Trump's TV ad, he he has his TV ad, and I can't believe this, Donald Trump's television ad mistakenly shows footage from Morocco instead of Mexico. Yeah, Trump insists it's not a mistake, and he's going to build a fence along the U.S.-Moroccan border and make Morocco pay for it. That's his promise. Yes. We will build Jeff it. and Jeff. Seven fifty-one. Sunny and cold this morning with the lows hovering around the mid-teens. And then we'll see a high of 34 later today. Right now, it is 17 with Jeff and Jenna Cincinnati's Q102. A woman named Holly Jones is a hairstylist in Indianapolis. Holly Jones went to a bar called Kilroy's with some friends for New Year's Eve. The night didn't quite go the way she planned, though. Someone there had to be wheeled out by paramedics. And that really bothered Holly because it delayed her from getting her bill. Oh, yeah. You know, you're at a bar. There's a medical emergency or something going on. Everybody's kind of everything stops. taking care of Everything stops. Right. Exactly right. Well, medical, I would think that a medical emergency would take precedence. How many times have you heard of a plane diverting... Right. So they could land because somebody had a medical emergency. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, Holly, she goes out New Year's Eve at Kilroy. She wants to have a good time. This medical event takes place, and she can't get out of there because she can't get her bill because everybody's paying attention to this incident. Incident, right. Mm-hmm. So she posted on Kilroy's Facebook page at one fifty one a.m. saying, and I'm quoting here, Having our meal ruined by watching a dead person being wheeled out from an overdose, my night has been ruined. Oh, wow. Her night. We were screamed at and had the manager walk away from us while we were trying to figure out our bill being messed up. He also told us someone dying was more important than us being here, making us feel like our business didn't matter. Oh, my God. The manager has responded on Facebook and let her know that it was a actually a 70-year-old woman who had a heart attack 
She was taken to the hospital, and now she is recovering. Oh, well, that's wonderful so news. It wasn't a dead person. And then he really let Holly have it for being an insensitive idiot. And when the hair salon where Holly works found out about her post, they fired her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So she's out of a job now. Jeez. Right? I, you know, I try to imagine what that would be like, <laughs> just witnessing all of that. I had to give uh, my grandfather the Heimlich maneuver as he was passed out on the floor of the Outback Steakhouse. Really? Time. You did you did you know he, what you were doing, or well, did he, you kind of fake it? He started choking, and he's like, "I'm going to go in the bathroom and spit this out because it was kind of like a, one of those that you can't stop." Yeah. Oh man. And I was, a gut feeling was like, "I'm just going to follow him." So I was like, ten minutes, not even ten minutes, ten seconds behind him. Uh huh. And when I got in there, he was on the floor like foaming. Oh out. no, oh, shit! And I was like. I ran. I was like, "Someone call an ambulance!" And uh-huh. I was a lifeguard, so I knew how to do it. Oh, like good. When, when you're passed out, uh-huh. and he just spit out whatever he couldn't chew. Wow! Oh my and God, you saved his life. Yeah, sat up and was like, "I gotta comb my hair and get out of here." I was like, <laughs> "Stop! You were unconscious on the ground for a while." Yeah. And uh, so we got him new dentures after that. Got him new dentures. Yeah. Oh my word! Yeah. Though yeah. I gotta chew that food. Were you terrified? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, you have to be. Yeah. He's, and then he's like, refusing going to the hospital. I was like, okay. I probably Stubborn. would have did the same, same thing. Same thing, exactly. Worried about his hair. <laughs> but every, everyone in the restaurant, though, when that happened was just kind of like put on halt, halts. Some people even didn't finish their food. They said, we're just going to take it and leave. Yeah. Because hmm. you're you're so keyed up. up. Yeah. yeah, right. I get it. Yeah, we didn't have anything happen exciting on new, our New Year's Eve. We just had, like, the kitchen staff at Bouchon come out, and they were banging pots and pans, and, you know. This is about as exciting as it got for us. That's it. Nobody, nobody choked on anything. Oh, wow. Nobody had a heart attack. Oh, that's lucky. I'll tell you... To completely go the other way, though, from this lady, we were at the Madison. We went to the Mm -hmm. Q-102 New Year's Mm -hmm. Eve party, and we're out walking around outside, and I run into this woman that I'm like, oh, my God, you're Adele. 100%. She looked (laughs) just like Adele. Mm -hmm. I just put her picture up on our Q-102 Facebook page. Doesn't she look? I'm like, this is an Adele. She looks a lot like her. Doppelganger. Oh, that is Adele. That is Adele. I'm like, <laughs> what was she, she doing at Covington? And exactly. And the funniest thing is, is I was like, Tim told me last week that Adele was staying at home with her baby on New Year's Eve in the E News, <laughs> and she was laughing. But every time you would walk by her, she would go, "Hello, <laughs> it's me." That's pretty funny. So yeah, that if you want to check her out, she's on our Facebook page. All right, what crazy thing did you see on New Year's Eve? 513-749-2320. We also have the question posted on our Facebook page. You can like us on Facebook. We are Jeff and Jen on Q102. That's our Facebook handle, Jeff and Jen on Q102. What crazy thing did you see on New Year's Eve? 513-749-2320. You know, the Sunday after New Year's is supposed to be the biggest day of the year for online dating. I guess when the clock strikes midnight and you have no one to kiss, it makes an impact on you. So a lot of single people go online looking for love. Match.com is trying to brand yesterday, the first Sunday after New Year's Day, Dating Sunday, uh, which is good. Yesterday is Dating Sunday. Tonight, it, today is Bachelor Monday, and tomorrow is STD Tuesday. It really does. Jeff and Jen. Uh, 
105 with Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. Sunny and cold this morning in the low to mid-teens and then a high of 34 today. Right now, 17 with Jeff and Janet. We were just talking about this woman in Indianapolis who was complaining on Facebook after someone died at a New Year's party because then a at server yeah. ended up uh, bringing her check late. Luckily, the bar responded, called her out, and the hair salon where she works just fired her. And I'm happy to report that the person didn't actually die. They did have a heart attack but are recovering. Mm -hmm. But her rant on Facebook about how this medical incident inconvenienced her. Ruined her New Year's Eve. Yes. And inevitably got her fired for being so nasty about it. But it uh, sparked this discussion about the crazy things that we have seen happen on New Year's Eve. What are they saying on social media, Tim? Uh, Lara says, people getting arrested at Maidstrauss. Oh, that's always good. That's, Liz says, Jenny McCarthy. I think she was hosting on NBC. Oh, was she? Uh, she was, uh, she's like Ryan Seacrest's crowd person. Yeah. She's the one interviewing people She's the, in the hype crowds. girl. Gotcha. Uh, Carrie says, things that shouldn't ever be mentioned again, but I have the pictures and crack up every time I see them. Mm -hmm. Carrie. Carrie, you got to send us one of those pics. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe and Sarah Rosensteel, they said they went shopping at Kroger and it was dead. They got a lot of stuff done. <laughs> there you go. I don't know if that's how I wanted to spend my New Year's Eve, but hey, whatever works for you. Yeah, well, they got a lot of wine and cheese. Uh, and then Lauren says, my kids fell asleep before 10 p.m. That was awesome. That is crazy. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, you want to weigh in on Facebook, we're Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook if you want to join the conversation or call Chip. Hey, we had a exciting New Year's Eve. We weren't expecting that. We actually took our kids and uh, went to a local hotel and then there's things for them to do. And at about uh, 11.30, the fire alarm goes off. They evacuate the hotel. There's construction going on and apparently there was a small fire. We got to go back in. 57 seconds before the ball dropped. Oh, wow. You just made it. In the bar watching the ball drop from the hotel lobby rather than whatever they were going to do because we were evacuated. Just wow. in the nick of time. Just in the nick of time. Well, the kids have a story to remember. Exactly. That's exactly what I told them. You'll never forget the year's Eve 2016. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> That's awesome. Good job, Dad. Have a happy new year. Thanks, you too. Amber. Hi. What crazy thing did you see on New Year's Eve? My son actually ended up getting hit by a car, but he's okay. Wow. Whoa. How old is your son? He is six. Six? Oh, my God. And yes. what, was this outside your house or somewhere it else? It was. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So he, was he injured? He just had a couple scrapes and bruises. Boy, he's lucky. Wow. Very, very lucky. lucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lesson learned, I hope. That's right. <laughs> Wow. So glad he's okay. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year to you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. One of the most anticipated tours in rock history. It's the reuniting of Guns and Roses. Axel slash Matt Duff. And to kick it all off, Axel Rose will be on Jimmy Kimmel Live tonight. Already canceled. And just announced, GNR will headline this year's Coachella Music Festival. Actually, tentatively scheduled, not confirmed. And coming soon, a North American tour. 
doors will open for all shows at 6 p.m. show could start anywhere from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. or if Axel shows up at all. Get ready for the tour of the year. Specific year unconfirmed. Guns N' Roses. Band may perform under different name or member lineup. Jeff and Jeff. Yeah, remember the 80s when everybody was kind of afraid of heavy metal? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was going to, it, yeah, you were going to be the devil and kill yourself or kill somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and who was it? Like, was it Tipper Gore? Oh. In the 80s, like, b- before Al Gore ever became a vice presidential candidate or presidential candidate, mm-hmm. for that matter. Uh, wasn't she the one that was championing the, the labels? Yeah, that was her. On record albums. Explicit lyrics. With explicit mm-hmm. lyrics. She got it changed, though. Remember, they had to put the little thing on the front yeah. with the tag that said, hey, parental control. Well, the industry, they they got, they got bounced back. They, they just got rid of albums <laughs> altogether. <laughs> <laughs> They'll fix Tipper. There is a compilation of unintentionally funny news reports about heavy metal heavy metal music, and most of them come from the 1980s when people were actually afraid of it. you got to hear some of these. Good evening. They'll be rocking and rolling in Jackson a week from Saturday. They'll be doing it to the beat of a different drum. Heavy metal music. <laughs> what can city commissioners do when a death fest comes to town? Not much, it seems. One thing is for sure. Satan sells. No matter how you slice it, it's not the heavy metal bands like Black Sabbath and Kiss that are losing money in the current record industry depression. In fact, some new groups seem to be picking up that satanic smell of success. Is this a ridiculous notion? Or is Satan rampant in rock? Satan rampant in rock. Funny. Mother says he was a normal happy boy until he became obsessed with black metal music. (laughs) Black metal music? (laughs) What they call it. Normal happy boy. Yes. I want to see it banned. I want to see it off the face of the earth. It's been associated with satanic worship, suicide, and animal sacrifice. But is death metal music just hype or something that could actually hurt your kids? Certain kinds of musical expressions have the potential to serve as a medium for evil spirits to work through. Yeah. Wow. You guys have uh, a favorite heavy metal band? Mine would have to be Winger or Cinderella. Yeah, see, is that really? He- no, that's not no. heavy metal. I wouldn't. I don't think Guns N' Roses. I didn't think that yeah. was. Or Kiss. Were they heavy metal? I think like Metallica and Black Sabbath. That's so. probably the time frame you look at. At the time, at. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but to somebody who's not even really into music at all, like I would think to them, like Motley Crue would have seemed like heavy. You know, Bon Jovi to them would have seemed like heavy metal. Yeah. yeah. It's only when they're screaming and that. Mega death. When you compare it to Dan Fogelberg. You know? So true. It's, it's but think about, like, the movie Footloose. How, I mean, in, incomparable. Like, the town was normally, like, how these people kind of are. And then he comes into town playing anything. Let's hear bang, it for the boy. Send him over the head. edge. Quiet Riot. He's like, woo. <laughs> like, for, let's take Queen, for example. Okay, Queen is certainly not heavy metal by any stretch of the imagination. They were a rock band. But they were one of those bands that the parents of that generation were afraid of. Mm-hmm. They just didn't understand that at all. They didn't understand it. And they didn't understand, like, Freddie Mercury, who was kind of a weird guy anyway. Who, mm-hmm. uh, by the Same way, thing. was incredibly talented. That Somebody posted... An isolated vocal track of Freddie Mercury singing Queen's We Are the Champions online last week. Mm-hmm. 
And it just proves, again, how amazing his voice was. Keep in mind, you know, when they record an album, a lot of the times they, they record the vocal tracks separate from the instrumentals. One thing at a time. Right. And so typically the, the instrumentals are usually completed before the vocalists go in the studio and lay down the vocal tracks. So if you got Freddie Mercury in a studio with headphones on. He's hearing the music in his headphones, and he's singing as he's laying down the tracks for what became one of the most famous songs in rock and roll music. But it's been no bed of roses, no pleasure crew. This is just the vocal track. I consider it a challenge before the whole human race, and I ain't gonna lose. My friends. And keep in mind, in his headphones, he's wearing headphones, so mm-hmm. when he's hearing the music. This is awesome. Yeah, this is yeah. being recorded. This yeah. is this is for the actual album with just the vocal track isolated without any of the without any of the instruments. And we'll keep on fighting till the end. We are the champions. Thank you for your chills. That's yeah. awesome. That's I can't incredible. believe his voice sounds so clean or clear, you know? It's oh, yeah. So weird. Isn't that crazy? Were you playing the guitar and rock parts in yeah. your head? Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Q. Q. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Stay tuned for 60-second AP News headlines. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.